0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with
0: Jason Shear.
1: And this bef- is our
0: third try.
1: This is the third try, just to say the beginning of the podcast because yeah. Jason has. The giggles. Yeah. Um, But before we begin, we have a message from our sponsors. Our
0: sponsors at homefieldapparel.com. (laughs) Homefieldapparel.com. Sorry. Homefieldapparel.com. 15% off if you enter the code WILDCATSCOOP23, all capitals, one word. Now is the time. Students, if you are listening to this, you're moved in, you need some hot gear, go to homefieldapparel.com, enter that code. If you're listening to this and you're not a student, tell a student or forget the students and buy yourself new gear. The first football game, Shelby, is two weeks away. You order it now. Hopefully you can get it before that first game. Make sure you order it. Homefieldapparel.com. Wildcat Scoop 23.
1: And it's really nice clothes and it's all comfy and that really nice fabric. Because yeah. we wear it all the time, and I'm but we're not saying that we really do wear the Homefield Apparel Arizona line, so we're excited to support them, homefieldapparel.com.
0: And also because someone asked uh, if you are looking to sponsor the podcast, like homefieldapparel.com, email Jason at gmail.com, and we will uh, we'll work something out.
1: We'll chat. We'll, we'll have a coffee talk. Oh, jeez. Or something,
0: right? And um,
1: yeah, so there you go. This is we're really good at this, guys. If you didn't realize that, um, but we are here today to discuss Arizona men's basketball. Look,
0: Shelby, to be fair, okay, I'm only on three and a half hours of sleep.
1: That's true because you stayed up until two a.m. early this morning to watch Arizona basketball. Mm-hmm.
0: It started at 2 a.m. It started at 2 a.m. And also, shout out to Nate, the Arizona basketball SID. I know he's listening to this right now. Well, not right now, because I'm recording. At some point. Uh, That was his phone that we were watching the game on. They showed up to the gym, fully expecting there to be streaming equipment. There was literally nothing. Uh, My guy, Nate great dude decided you know what for the 300 people up at 4 a.m right now i gotta do something
1: back in the tucson arizona
0: yeah had to stream it on his cell phone gave score updates provided an awesome scoring site there were watching him uh bruce pasco was i mean there's 35 people in the stands so that's a lot of pressure I do expect because I know some people were complaining, A, don't complain. Like you're lucky you got to That was the best that they could do with <laughs> like, what they had. B, um so it's 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 I don't know. It's a big arena. in Abu Dhabi. it's like where they hold the UFC events and stuff like that. Right. It is basically like a double header, like the Greece is playing right after. Um, so yeah, so I would expect the stream to be Real. Much like better. An like an actual stream. But, sh-
1: you know, great job, Nate. Resourcefulness, making sure that, you know, the people that did stay up till 2 a.m. were not disappointed. And we really appreciate you because uh, we could have had nothing. So there you go. I was not up at 2 a.m., but Jason is uh, a true professional.
0: I'm a man of the people. I chatted with people in the, the Gmail, the Google, whatever it was. We had a grand old time. Um, I want to shout out real quick before we, we're going to get to generalities. I've haven't figured out, this is basketball podcast, but I think the fix was in on the, the game fix. this morning because Arizona had like 28 fouls, literally in like one minute of action. The first foul,
1: the most fouls <laughs> of all time. And
0: like, I wasn't going to complain about the rest cause I couldn't care less. Like I'm sure, you know, but it was absolutely hilarious. Like there was one guy on their team that had like 30 points and I think like 18 came from the line. Uh, it was like two on five. It was awesome. But nice. that kind of brings us to our first question, Shelby.
1: Which is, how much do you think we can read into these performances so far?
0: So the way I, and as it's, God, there's nothing like it. Every time we start a podcast, the dogs eat. Yep. It's 9.45, the dogs don't eat all day. I start a podcast, they eat. And also today when I was at Starbucks, there was like a Great Dane in the car ahead of us, and he stuck his head out and barked at me ferociously, and I thought that was it for me. Yep. Anyway. Back to basketball. Would you
1: like to start this whole podcast again? (laughs) No, I'm just on a
0: little tangent. I'm a little tired. And uh, that's it. So I'm not looking into the final score at all. It's meaningless. Today, I'm pretty sure it was, I mean, the game looked like it was being played at an Abu Dhabi LA fitness. Uh, There were two guys (laughs) that were, I mean, to their credit, they played professionally. They had collegiate experience. Uh, I think actually they were both kicked off their team. No, one was kicked off their team by Archie. For, uh, I think it was armed robbery or burglaries. Burglaries. And he went to jail. But now he's he has a nice career. And the other guy was in a like a recruiting scandal. But he actually wound up playing. Anyway. Uh, the other guys on the team, I have no idea. The first game, Israel Select. Had a legitimately good player in Ryan Terrell. My man. First, first Orthodox Jew to play in the G League. Like, legit. He blew up Kansas State, too. They actually, Israel Select... So, again, I'm not reading a ton into the final result, but Israel Select, the team that Arizona beat by 50, gave Kansas State everything it could handle. Like, legitimately could have won that game. Kansas State, by the way, lost to the Mexican national team 83-81, I believe. Arizona, see, people are making fun of me, because before the trip, if you remember, Shelby, I said Arizona was going to lose some games. Yep. So, originally, it was supposed to be, like, the Israel national team, the Mexican national team, and the Lebanon national team with, like, grown-ass men. Uh, Mexico obviously would have been a much more difficult test than Arizona has seen so far, but Kansas State played Mexico instead and lost that game. Actually, I, that score was closer than I thought it would be. So I think we can read into some individual performances or, like, how the team cohesiveness is, but in terms of quality, the only game where I will feel comfortable reading anything into is lebanon on saturday because that is a legitimately solid experienced basketball team that'll have a variety of guys that have international experience and have played and be. i mean they're in the fiba tournament that is a a legitimately good team so that's one of the reasons why it's the lead-in and being played in the major arena and all that so um yeah so I, I don't, the final result, Arizona winning by 50 is, is meaningless to me. I think it's cool that Arizona won by 50 and Kansas State won by like three or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's August 17th. So it's, right, they're just know.
1: getting the band back together in another country. Oh, okay. And you know,
0: what band is that? What do we call them?
1: The awesome band. Oh, yes. Back the a band as Michael Luke would say.
0: Back the, back, back the, oh my God. You I need to go to bed. Okay. Well, that. which
1: player has surprised you the most?
0: I'm glad you asked this question, Shelby. I'm really glad. I
1: am glad I read it. Off so the
0: page. there's multiple guys that I could probably point to. Um, but the one, obviously, especially after whatever it was that we saw in, in Abu Dhabi, Philly B was an assassin. Can I use that?
1: Yeah. Assassino.
0: Uh, I think he had like 17 points, five assists, nine. I don't know. Just filled it up. It was a lot. Uh, His shooting was legitimately good. He scored in a variety of ways. He scored a good amount of points the first game, but I actually didn't think he played that well against Israel Select. Um, In this game that we saw, he was doing whatever he wants. You know, I, I still think it's going to be tough for him to get considerable minutes this season but he's clearly not awful because awful players wouldn't be able to do what he's doing. There's still work that will have to be done. I'm curious to see how he plays against better competition on Saturday, but you know, this is a guy that went from not playing at all last season to at least now you're sitting there watching him and you're like, Oh, Oh, there's some stuff there. Like you saw it during FIBA, um, you know, where he he had some bad games, a lot of turnovers, but he had some really good scoring games and, he can score and he can pass. And, and look, I, I don't think there's any doubt. I and mean, when I said this, even in his worst games in FIBA, he is a much better passer than I gave him credit for. And, and I think that we've seen that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild conquer the weekend in the all new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey it's only a kick a jump a block it's only a serve it's only a tackle a run it's only for the fans after all it's only pressure you got this, Adidas. I don't know if the scoring will translate with better defenders. I think we'll find that out, but he's clearly been one of the, if not the major surprise of, of the international trip.
1: Awesome, all right. Well, most of the players have played well, but there is one guy you think we should be focusing on.
0: Yeah, uh, we'll just call him by his nickname. Uh, Mount Crevis <laughs> has been crazy good, like unguardable, um, you know, and, and again, competition. I realize that the guys that you're playing against are smaller, blah, 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 blah. But uh, you can kind of a lot of times just just tell, right? Like he has 29 points in the first two games. I think he's missed like two shots. Um, he's seven-two. He could score in a variety of ways. He runs much better than you would expect a guy that's seven-two to run. He gets he he, once he gets to the basket, it's automatic. And what's funny is someone actually said it. I think it was in the chat or the message board. He's automatic from two feet. But it's the fact that he's getting so many two-foot like. I'm just gonna put the ball in the basket because I'm pretty much in the basket already. Like that, like you got to give credit for him to be being able to get that position on the court. Um, you know, look, I, I'm not ready to say he's better than Umar Balo based off of two exhibition games. I know Umar has struggled and he's not in great shape right now, but I think it is very apparent based on the way that the coaches thought about Krivis coming in and how he's practiced. And now what we've seen in the last couple of days that he's a guy that's going to play considerably as a freshman. Like, I am putting him in the Pack 12 Oh, the last Pack 12 oh, all-freshman team. Aww. I'm putting him in there. He's a lock. He's a lock. Sheer lock.
1: Oh, that's really cool. Sheer lock. Trademark.
0: Lock your wives up. It's shit. <laughs> no, wait. Um, but, yeah, he's uh, he's clearly a really good basketball player.
1: Okay. Um, Keshad Johnson.
0: There's a lot of thunder in the background. Was
1: described as a rebounder and defensive player coming in. What has he shown us so
0: far? You better put some respect on his offensive game.
1: Okay, I will. The, the best, Done.
0: The best play of the weekend, week, whatever, may actually be a missed dunk. If you didn't see it, I think it was in the game today. Yeah, it was. It was in the game this morning. I don't remember when. Just watch it off the cell phone. 55 hours ago. He literally dunked it. He missed it, Shelby. But he dunked it with such power. I'm not exaggerating because someone at the game told me the same thing. It bounced off the rim and went 70 feet. Wow. Wow. Like, if he landed it, I even said at the time, I was like, we would have shut down the stream. I would have texted Nate, said, we can go home now. We're good. His offensive game, he's going to score more than he did at San Diego State. It, it's, a, it's a lock. He's going to get out in transition more. He's a freak of nature with his athleticism and size, his dunking ability. He's got a mid-range jumper that he's shown a little bit. Um, I don't know, you know if he's going to be able to get that off consistently against better competition. We still have to find that out. But in transition, he is a nightmare. Like there's fours that you they have like you can't go big on him because he's too quick and too athletic, and you can't go small on him because he's too strong. So in his defense is there, I mean he he was guarding guys. Tommy Lloyd I actually think it's cool and maybe you know I gotta ask him if we'll see it in games, but he's full court pressing, like this whole week. And cause Shaw Johnson is guarding the ball handler a lot of times. And for a guy that's six eight or whatever he is to be able to guard a ball handler like he can full court with pressure is insane. And so his defense is as good as advertised, but you know I, I think we need to put more respect on his offensive game because it's, it's there, especially in transition.
1: All right, all right, respect given, done, out into the world. Um, well, what else stands out to you, I guess in general?
0: I'm glad you asked, Shelby. I'm, I'm just—I'm I'm really glad, glad, glad that I have someone. I got bit by a red ant. That's what it was. I just realized, and I'm allergic to red ants. And my toe's been itching all day, everyone. And so I just realized that I was bitten by a red ant, and that's why it's itching, and I couldn't put two and two together.
1: I feel like you, I'm an don't, excruciating, that you don't have to say all the words. I'm an in excruciating
0: your head. pain, and I didn't know why, and my toe feels like it's going to fall off. And I just realized I was bit by a red ant this morning.
1: Wow. Okay. Oh. I'm going to call your
0: mom right now. Uh, my Jewish mother would be over here in 10 minutes <laughs> taking care of me, so whatever. What uh, <laughs> do you know it's true? Uh, what else stands out to me? That was the question, right? There's a lot of things, Shelby. I'm glad you no, asked. No, no,
1: you went, know tell me more about your ant bite.
0: <laughs> so, it hurts so bad. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> That's
1: okay. I burned my tongue really bad on coffee today. Yeah. Let's all talk about everything we did today.
0: And our little daughter got a trombone, which may be more painful than <laughs> all this, that wow. we have to listen to trombone. We're super thrilled Correct. about Brielle's
1: trombone. <laughs> If you can't tell. (laughs) This is the worst podcast ever.
0: (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, a couple things stand out to me. Uh, Number one, uh, you know, I I think international recruiting is very often a crapshoot. You don't, you're not able to scout like you can in the States. Um, You know, it's just the level of competition is different. I feel comfortable saying, even though it's August and it's early, that Tommy Lloyd hit on both. Like I talked about Crevis. Morauskis absolutely looks the part as well. Um, they both like they're going to be very legitimate college basketball players. So that's not easy to do, but it absolutely looks like Tommy hit on both. Uh, Caleb Love, you know, he, he's, the jumper's got to fall. You know, the, the guards have not shot the three ball well. I don't read too much into that. Um, I, you know, I actually think Caleb Love has passed it better than expected. Uh, he's playing within the offense. I, I, There's not many shots that I felt were forced. If a, if a shot's not going in, it's not going in. If you're forcing shots and he did that a little bit too much in North Carolina, you have an issue with it. I haven't felt like he's done that. Uh, Jaden Bradley hasn't stood out, but he hasn't stood out in a good way or a bad way. You know, it's kind of he's just there. And, and I don't look at that as a bad thing. It's just, you know, I, I, it feels like he's still kind of getting a feel. He had seven assists. Uh, again, he's a better shooter, I think, than he's shown. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, the, the, the I, you know, there's no player, I'll say this, there's no player on this team that I've said to myself, this guy just can't play. And and look, and, and I know, I already know that people on the message board are going to say, you know, like Conrad Martinez. And, and I don't think Conrad Martinez is going to play this season, but he played well today. He had a really nice pass. He plays hard. Uh, Dylan Anderson, I don't think there's a lot of minutes to be had for him because of Moralskis, whatever. Um you know, it, and, you know, but like you look at KJ Lewis, he looks the part. Super athlete. He can defend. Uh, his shooting is a bit of a concern coming out of high school. But look, I mean, if you could do everything else, there's there's room for you. Henry is out this trip. I, I don't know what to expect from him, but I know he has his work cut out for him. Right. So, um, you know, overall, it's, it's kind of just a, a positive vibe, Shelby.
1: All the good vibes. All right. Well, Arizona plays Lebanon on Saturday. Uh, do you want to do a full preview?
0: Absolutely not. But I will say this. Uh, Lebanon is very, very, very clearly, if it's a Leb- Lebanese national team, is very clearly uh, the best opponent that Arizona has faced and will face on this trip. Uh, you know, the runners-up last year in the in, in, um, first World Cup since 2010. So, like, this is the best – Team from lebanon in a while uh while arkiji Iraq i don't know but it he is most likely going to play uh he's one of their their best players they're they're an older team um you know six four point guard led them to the asia cup final in jakarta mvp of the tournament dropped 32 against china in the quarterfinals averaged 26 points per game so if Whale plays, uh, it's going to be, <laughs> I mean, Colin Balls with them is going to have their work cut out. Um, they got a veteran center, Ali Haidar. They got another guard, Sergio L. Darwish. They got a big power forward. Um, you know, there's another guy uh, named Amir Saud, who's a 32 year old shooting guard, averaged 22 points a game. He missed the Asia Cup with an injury, um, but played in the qualifiers and was awesome. Uh, shot 38% from three. Um, you know, they, they got Yusef Kayat, who was actually a freshman at Michigan. Uh, they got Jonathan Arledge, who might play. And then they got Amari Spellman, who was a one-time NBA first-round draft pick, who could be playing this game. So if it's their full team, uh, it's, it's going to be tough. <laughs> like, it is going to be, uh, I, I, I will say, I would be surprised if Arizona won. It would be a major upset to me. If Lebanon plays with their full team in Arizona, it doesn't get blown out, to be honest. But um and, and that's not a knock on Arizona. You're playing against thirty year old grown ass men who have played FIBA rules their entire life. I mean, Omari Spellman may play, but this guy was a, a first round, you know, NBA draft pick. So uh, but yeah, I'm curious. Like if Arizona beats Lebanon, I'm absolutely reading too much into that. One hundred percent. I'm all for the overreactions.
1: All right. There you have it. We've previewed Arizona's game. We talked about their last couple games here on this Israel slash Middle Eastern Magic Carpet Ride they're on.
0: We'll talk about, we'll do another podcast about the game against Lebanon, assuming it's streamed. Um, There's a football scrimmage later that day. So The the, the game against Lebanon is at 6 a.m. Tucson time Saturday morning. The football scrimmage is at 6.30 the same day, weather permitting.
1: Yeah, there's supposed to be a crazy storm coming in we'll on do a, Saturday. We'll do a
0: podcast on Sunday or Saturday night about both. And then football, we're going to do quite a bit um, next week. Because football scrimmage closes fall camp for the media pretty much. They go into NAU prep. It is completely closed. No access, no interviews next week. And then the week after, we're in game week already. So it's wild. It's football's football, it's pretty much here.
1: We're excited. And uh, I guess we're going to go take care of your baby ant bite.
0: It's not funny. I'm
1: not laughing. You break your
0: tongue on a cup of coffee, Shelby. (laughs)
1: That's normal.
0: I hurt myself all the time, and it's always stupid. It is. I've never had a legit. That's basically adulthood. I've never had a legit, Malcolm. I've never had a legit, like, like, they're all stupid.
1: And that's good, because you're still here. Well, honey, come here right now. Come here. Come here right now. Bear down.
0: So apparently our daughter is on Palm now.
1: Apparently, it's,
0: it's taken a lot for me to come to terms with this. She
1: worked her ass off.
0: But, whoa, uh, Mountain View High School, Saturday, pretty much all day. They're having a yard sale to raise funds. If you go and, and you buy something, Aurora will tell you any recruiting information that you want that she knows,
1: and that's a fact.
0: Now, streaming on Paramount Plus, you're ready. Bob. Well, all right. Audiences are raving, Bob Marley is electrifying the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? What y'all, Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus.